Okay, we are live. We are back. GYGB War Report show. And as we talk right now, man, like I, I think all of us here are still processing all this. Uh, yeah, man, look, I mean, I, nothing else to say besides the news that all of you know. We have a new unified heavyweight champion of the world in that of Andy Ruiz Jr. <laughs> so uh, our apologies for the brief absence. I'm your co-host, Roberto Flat. The whole crew on the line. What's up, fellas? Yo, yo. yo. So, man, um, let's just jump right into it. I mean, there's really – I mean, but the crazy thing is we actually have the debut of Triple G on the zone this Saturday. You know, we want to talk about it, but I'm sorry, man. Like, this whole show is going to be dedicated to – um however you want to term the heavyweight division at this point but it has bursted wide open and yo we're, we're just coming off an of end game right you know all of you know i i think everybody uh can stop with the whole spoiler alerts and what have you you know your, your time is done but um this was the proverbial snap of the finger what did you guys think like <laughs> as a release of the heavyweight division Oh, you saying before this situation popped off? Well, yeah. I mean, you, you figure before Saturday night, right? Right. We're all thinking, all of us, man. Like, we, we see, we know Wilder Josh was not going to happen. Oh, yet well, at least. Well. But we're like, okay, here's Andy Ruiz Jr., a, a kid that we all seen. You know, um, our, our boxing brains telling us, like, yeah. Anthony Joshua is, is not you know, the, uh, he's not perfect by any means, but he should be able to beat this guy. So what I mean by the snap of the finger in the sense is, I mean, you guys know it, it, it. This has absolutely flipped the heavyweight division upside down. And uh, as we sit here right now, none of us really know what is going to happen next. I mean, we know. Well, well, this is, well when I think of snap of the finger, I think about. Let's let's not think about like what the the movie that just came out. Let's think about the one before that. In games, like it, it, I, when I think of snapping that finger, I don't think of okay. I my think bad. Of thing, my bad. Yeah, I yeah, yeah. Let me think of Sanders kind of kind of left us with the pieces, and this is what we're left with. We're left with pieces right now because remember Joshua and Joshua and Wilder were supposed to kind of correct everything that was supposed to happen. They just kind of left us the Avengers with all the pieces. Like we're like, what the heck? We're trying to, we're trying to find out where these contenders are now because all these people are are going now. All these champions are just going. It's just two now. Like like even with Tyson Fury, like where where is he? We're just left with pieces right now. We're trying to put this stuff together right now as the Avengers. It's just <laughs> we're left in shambles right now. Train and I are trying to put it together. You're trying to put it together. We're trying to fathom it. We're we're dedicating a whole show to try to piece this together. We're just I, we're just sitting here as Iron Man, Thor, and Captain America trying to piece this whole thing together. Yo, so it's funny. Me and me and Train were going back and forth because you you were you were somewhere, Train, um, and you were watching the fight. So like, what what was your reaction as like everything started to unfold? Well, 
it's, it's it's crazy, man. Like Docs, I forgot to mention this, uh, Roberto. Docs had mentioned weeks ago, and Ryder Dog can attest to this, that Andy Ruiz was gonna give uh uh Joshua Fitz. Uh-huh. Kept saying it. I'm like, I, I'm gonna be interested. I'm gonna be honest. I didn't even want to watch it because I was like, man, he's gonna kill this little dude. You know what I mean? Another yeah, I mean, little mismatch. You know, it just looked like a serve up that just a pass by type of fight. You know what I'm saying? And then, you know, it started to happen. And I'm gonna let Ryder Dog get in get in here in a second. But you know, as you watching it, you could like we walk we 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 got a pretty good keen eye when it comes to watching fights. You know what I mean? And you could see a Todd starting to change in the fight because he was getting closer and closer and closer. You know, within distance. You know, he's a really good inside fighter, and for a guy like for for a guy like Anthony Joshua, he don't like me and Ryder Dodd was talking earlier off offline. He don't clutch. I mean, he don't clinch. He don't. He he's a big strong guy, but it's really pointless because he don't know how to use his strength in the ring, like spinning and clinching and and you know tying a guy up. So when you got a guy that knew how to fight inside, like Ruiz did. That's problem problematic for a guy like Joshua. So that also mixed in with his chin is suspect, which is proof in the pudding. He's been, yeah. and here's the thing: he don't get hit with really hard. Like I, I don't consider these. Look, put it like this: Julian ate harder shots from her than the shots that Anthony Joshua gets put down with. You know what I'm saying? And then Julian was a guy that people was questioning his chin. And we saw him, you know, work on some things and know how to weather weather a punch maybe better. But in this situation here, it reminds me of another guy, another Brit, Amir Khan. Now, Khan was a better, quote-unquote, skillful fighter. But Joshua is a guy that really has a – like, we use that term suspect chin, and sometimes it's overused. But this guy, his punch resistance is starting to look – Really, really weird, and we all know in boxing, once that goes downhill from there, that's a, it's a rat. Yeah. That's it. Look, there's two things in boxing: reflexes and, and punch resistance. Once those two things go, it's over. And I'm not saying his career is over, but once you've been knocked out and been knocked down so many times like that, it's going to continue to happen. I'm not saying that his career is over; he's going to lose, but he's going to get knocked down again and get knocked out again. But props to Ruiz, man, like. This dude whole life has changed from this yeah, situation. Absolutely, man. And that's and you know, I, I made a I mean we'll we'll touch on <laughs> you know before we wrap up about Stephen A. Smith, but that that's a whole other thing. Uh ROD, man. Um you know, give me your take as far as how everything, you know, as it you know, it was unfolding and you know, your immediate reaction. No, can you guys hear me? Yeah. You hear you. Yeah, yeah. I just really I really was shocked. I have to go on record to say that, you know, Train did say that, you know, Docs did tell us that he was a pretty good guy and don't sleep on him. And we knew that he had some skill, but we thought that, and I'm going to be honest, when you think about someone that usually comes in last minute, most of the time people will believe that the person that's coming in last minute is the serve up. Not the person that's kind of been training, if that makes any sense. So, like, and the reason why I say that because Andy Ruiz, man, he just had a fight. 
So yep. he just came in kind of like last minute, boom. And you like, you know, if you're like me, you're like, okay, well, this is like, you know, big baby Miller. He kind of messed everything up. So now this is this is Anthony jo- you know, this Anthony Joshua. He gonna make his USA debut. He gonna he gonna stretch this guy. And I'm sitting there and I'm thinking about it and I'm listening to Docs. And Docs usually don't talk confidently like he was, if you think about a train, unless he really knows something. And he confidently spoke like, yo, this fight gonna be a lot harder than y'all think it is. And we were just sitting there and like train was like, man, I'm not even interested in this. And we watched it. And I think for the first round, I was just like, eh, okay. Then for oh, let me go back. My my little brother, man, shout out to him. His name is Livewires. He's on um, he's on Instagram. He said, What type of stupid fool will let somebody hold their belt before a fight? He was like, I'm trying to not even let you sniff them. He's like, that was the he said that was the writing on the wall for him right there. But anyway, getting back to it, you know, we all were under the narrative, okay, last minute fight, you know, Ruiz is at a disadvantage because he doesn't, you know, he, you know, he's fighting the heavyweight championship of the world. He kind of took it last minute. He's going to come in here, and all everything is stacked to Joshua. But what did we know the whole backstory? You know, we've heard, you know, Train talked about the limitations we had, you know, that Joshua had, and our trepidation to kind of crowning him. And those, and those things were lack of angles, lack of foot, foot movement, lack of head movement. Real robotic, really no one-two and no clinch game. And when you think about it, he kept he keeps his hands low. And on top of that, I feel like by him fighting so tall, he needed to use a style that was employed by the Klitschko's, you know, post Lamont Brewster, you know, mm-hmm. all that or Lennox Lewis post, you know, before Hasim Rockman, but but post Alvar McCall when he got with Emmanuel Stewart. Um, rest in peace. Um, but that style doesn't work for him being six six. As a matter of fact, he might as well be five eleven fighting like that. So when I went into the let me just say that real quick, real quick, what you said about the clicks though too, Ryder. I remember also they had they had a night, even though they they their chin was a little shaky, but like you said, they worked on some conditioning and they got with a manual store. But the one thing that they always had was a jag, both of them. Oh, absolutely. Which Joshua don't have, which he don't right. use, I should say. Right. And they had a good one, too, to your right. point. One, two. Right, exactly. And it was very educated one, too, that they knew how to basically get, get them off of you. And as a matter of fact, you we saw that one, too, with a 40, what I call a 40-year-old virgin when he came out of retirement two years and still gave Anthony Joshua all types of trouble two years off. Yep. With that same one, too. But anyway... I will, I'm just giving you how I felt before the fight and just wrap it up. But I really just believe that, you know, and no disrespect to, to Andy Ruiz, but I just felt like he was at a disadvantage because of how they tried to play him. I mean, let's just think about it. This was Prince Hakeem coming to America to try to find a bride. Like, he was supposed to be the chosen one. He was supposed to come here and kind of, like, put those pieces together. We wasn't expecting Ruiz to be Thanos and to leave us with all these little pieces, which is what we got. We got the shock of our lives. Everything is left in shambles. We're putting it together. And we're like, oh, crap. Like, at the end of this, this was, you know, two weeks ago, you know, 
uh, our boy, you know, Wilder came in. He cleaned up something. Okay, he was our, you know, he was the Captain Marvel, and now Thanos comes in here and he's supposed to like, you know, we're, we're supposed to beat Thanos, and now all of a sudden Ruiz is Thanos. Now he just basically destroys the whole planet, and we're like fifty percent. We're like, what the heck is going on? It was supposed to be Joshua and Wilder. So again, it was no disrespect to Ruiz. I just felt like Docs told us. Tyson Fury told us that Ruiz was very good. We should have known it. But based on the situation, you know, based on Miller calling out or being taken out, rather, and based on the fact that, you know, Ruiz just had a fight and that Joshua, there was no way that Eddie Hearn would just pick somebody that was a very live opponent for Joshua with under these circumstances. I just we never thought in our wildest dreams that what happened on Saturday would happen. Now, I mean, we can get into the fight now, but I just that's the backstory. Like, if you said that you predicted this, I'm gonna say you're a bad mug because no yeah. one predicted. Because even Doc just said he thought he would give him some trouble, not that he was gonna win. Right. The fight. I think, you know, but, but the funny part was, like, I think a lot of us. We're, we're, we're kind of looking at it at Andy Ruiz. Like, I, for me in particular, like, I looked at Andy Ruiz like, you know what? Like, this actually, though I'm picking Joshua to win, this might be a better fight because I had seen Andy Ruiz in the Joseph Parker fight, in a fight that he, I think he might have won, which ironically was for the WBO belt. So, but go ahead, RD, finish your point. No, no, no. That's and that's just it. I'm just giving you the backstory. I just think none of us picked it, you know. And it was no disrespect to Andy Ruiz. It was just like a lot of those cards were stacked against him. It had nothing to do with how out of shape he looked. It had nothing to do with how bad we, how great we thought Anthony Joshua was. It's just the whole promotion thing. Like we thought, you know, it was just kind of like, like underhand. It's like softball pitch, you know. Like basically, I forget the term, but like. Basically, I'm going to throw you one over the plate. You know, it's just like kind of dad pitch. Like, everybody gets a hit. Everybody gets on base. I thought that this was one of those oper- those situations. Like, we're just going to throw you underhand pitch. You're going to hit. There's no going to be no curveballs. Th- this guy, Joshua, you know, he went to the plate, man, and he got a changeup. That, that, that's, the baseball reference is a good one and to the point where Anthony Joshua, back to the baseball reference again, He's a guy, he's not an on-base hitter. He's a guy that just hit home runs. And we all know, like, you're a guy that just hit home runs. You know, what happened, like you said, when you get a guy that know how to switch pitch, you know, his pitch game, his switch pitch game is crazy and got you just literally swinging for the fences. Another thing about Anthony Joshua that can't go unnoticed is how much energy is absorbed, absorbed when he knocks guys down. That's the one thing that we saw before, as one out of many, pardon me, that we saw before, he absorbed so much energy. And this is go back to the Freddie Roach point about the stiffness and the upper body mass that needs to come down, which is too late for that. But when he knocks Ruiz down, to me, what I saw, I saw a guy that was winded and took, like, he just knocked down right after, you know what I mean? Like, it, right after he gets knocked, you know what I'm saying? So it's like, he absorbs so much energy Throwing punches, and that's from not knowing how to throw punches properly. Properly, I never forget something Bernard said. He said, "You got to treat punches 
like coupons. You gotta, you gotta use them. They're like, he said, they're literally like coupons. You know, you gotta be real frugal with them. And it's true. You can't waste punches in box. We we see it all the time. Anytime we see boxers gas out from throwing just too many punches or stepping into punches at the wrong period. How many times do you see Floyd step into a punch? It's at certain periods of time. And, not, and Floyd is the height of it. You know what I mean? But that was another thing that I noticed about him. I think one of the issues that he has as far as him, the size and things of that nature is – you made a point as far as spending the energy and, and 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 things as such, and then even when he gets hurt, you know, there's a lot of nervous energy he spends, and you know, Rod has mentioned as you two train like, you know, this isn't a bodybuilding contest, you know, and shout out to Foy Senior, word, yeah. <laughs> you know, we we have to look at this. Um, based on what we've also seen of, of Joshua, you know, here's the crazy part, right? I know, I know both y'all don't look at this as a bigger upset than Tyson, Doug, you know, Buster Douglas over Tyson. I don't come on. Cause he still was only a 14 to one underdog, even though much is. Yeah. Like we I, was a 40 to one underdog. Yes. Yeah. You know? Right. And, and I tried to make the point and, yeah. and I told you guys this morning, as far as. You know, for, if you if you didn't come up in the '80s, like even even though Deontay Wilder is not going to do doubt and things as such, man, like nobody has had the aura that Mike Tyson had in the '80s. Nobody. We got to remember that aura when we think about it was sort of like I hate to say it was sort of like and and just walk with me for a second was sort of like the Fab Five. I mean, he changed. He did it for the culture. Like the culture. you think yeah, about great it. Great point. Great point. You know. Yeah, I, you know that's, yeah. that's, that's the right on the head. And, yeah, that's a that's actually a great parallel. Yeah. Yeah, because a lot of people sit here and they come and they, like you said, it, Roberto. Before you said, a lot of people we kind of trash Mike for the competition he had, but like Mike, Mike couldn't choose that competition. As a matter of fact, the re what made Mike so invincible, like you said, was his or he did this stuff for the cult. Me. What guy do you know, man? He came in playing public enemy, man. This bull came in with this was crazy, man. White sock. It, that was all oh, for the right. culture. Man. It was for yeah. the culture. That's a great, great point, Ryder Dow. That's a post right there. That's a post. Yeah. But anyway, keep going. I'm sorry. Keep no, going. no, yeah. So I mean, as far as this, like, the, it's just the, the crazy, the crazy thing about this is that while we are in a state of shock, it's not a state of shock that Again, I think either resonates through like you know the, the comparison of a Tyson Douglas and and other upsets throughout history. I mean, I think in the modern era, when when we think about how how coveted the O is, I think that's a big deal too. You know, because you know back in the day, you know we we've seen dudes get knocked out, we've seen guys lose, and Lennox Lewis both times. I mean, granted, he came back and. Avenge those losses. The only thing I'll say in, in, in the difference with you know Lennox Lewis is that you know this 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 fight with you know Joshua Ruiz, man, Ruiz knocked him down four times and put a thorough beating on Joshua. That's, you know, that's the difference. A knockout, like you know, and then oh damn, you know he and and, and let's also talk about. What I I, I, I had told you guys following the fight after watching it a second time, not not the whole fight, but something I caught in the end, 
when, you know, Anthony Joshua spits out his mouthpiece. Now ROD said he made the he made the point of Chico. He did that in, in the in the in the Castillo fight. You know, some looked at that as like a way to 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 gain so like a little breather and and that's why you'll get deducted points if, if you spit out the mouthpiece because it's a process of yeah. it out and everything. Shout out to Zab. <laughs> Word up. <laughs> so, so, <laughs> um, so, yeah, you know, you know, RD had mentioned that. And as that happened, though, you know, they replayed it again. You see him go to the corner. Now, somebody had told me that he didn't go to his corner. It was another corner. I It was hard for me to really tell, but I'm looking at it, and they had a really close-up shot, and I think they had they did have the audio of the ref. His he had the body language of somebody that was okay that the fight was stopped. That's just what I got. You know what I'm saying? Um, if you if people constitute that as him quitting, and that's going to be up for debate. You know, like I I I I don't I I'll leave that to you, but. What do you think? All right, let me ask you all this, okay? Because now the talk is, you know, are we, me and RD talked about YouTube train. Like, they're, you know, they were mentioning that, you know, they're going to do this rematch in the UK. Sorry, guys. <laughs> that is like not that. happening. Yeah, I don't me, like that. And before I pass it to you guys, I'm going to tell you one particular reason why. <laughs> There's a particular, for, for a lot of y'all that don't know, that prior to this fight being officially signed and, and Ruiz getting like that 11th hour, you know, filling, um, he signed a deal with Al Heyman and he got the, he got the, you know, the okay to have the fight go to the zone, but he, Al Heyman now has two, the two heavyweight champions of the world. So if you think that it's going to be that easy to get, Andy Ruiz, who overnight, I mean, look, guys, he has become, at, at the very least in the sports world, he has become a name overnight. He is, and this has to do with social media, has to do with the memes. I, I know you guys saw the one where the ghost comes out and the, and, and the Kirby Enthusiasm music hits. Like, this is viral stuff, you know, and this is, this is the modern era. I mean, this is the modern day. Yeah, ESPN, Fox Sports, what have you, but think about what social media is doing for Andy Ruiz at this current moment. He's becoming a name. So to you guys, man, like what does Anthony Joshua do from this point? Do, do you think he goes into an immediate rematch? I don't know where RD went. Um and I'm here. I'm here. I'm here. I, I was on mute. My bad. Yeah, I, I, I think in terms of immediate rematch, I think that Josh. We'll put it like this. See, Train, man, you gotta watch Train. Train like moonlights as like a psychologist, man. He reads a lot of body language, man, and he got me thinking. And he was like, ride a guy like he don't like. He look like a guy that do not even want a rematch. And it's a shame. And it's such a shame because I looked at it again. Train had me second guessing myself, and I'm like, man, you know what? All that, that's that's all talk, man. Him wanting that rematch stuff, like, oh, I like I don't know, man. I, I don't know, like, yeah, 
you know what? I think his fans want him to have a rematch more than he actually wants a rematch. And I don't, and that's just me going by what Train said because he got me thinking about his body language. And again, you're talking to a guy who just who just lost. So what do you expect his body language to be like? But again, I don't know. But like, if I, if there is a rematch, I'm not gonna. You know, I don't think it's gonna fare too well for him. Um. And I won't get into the strategy, but I just know that it seemed like that fight took a lot out of him emotionally. Right. Yep. Like that whole that whole car, like the big baby Miller thing, the the training, you know, maybe being in the United States. And then, you know, you hear the the rumors of quote unquote him being sick. And I'm like, well, wait a minute. He really wasn't sick because he still knocked dude down and he got hit as much as he normally get hit. It's just that he got knocked out this time. So I think that this card was emotionally draining to him. And it looked like after the fight, I'm being honest, it was almost like, and Train said this, it was almost like he was like, whew, like, okay, this monkey's off my back now. I don't know, man. That's just, I mean, Train got me thinking about like these, like this, almost like this is some like clue mystery. Like, I'm like, I don't know how to really look at this guy now. I don't, to me, to answer your question, it doesn't look like he wants a rematch, but if he has a rematch, it cannot happen in the UK because they will rob Andy Ruiz and they will give Andy Ruiz, they will give Joshua a 20 count. Yeah, I, I agree. <laughs> I agree. I, I, well, first of all, I, I think the UK is, I just think that's just them talking. Like, I mean, like, all right, you was this big cash cow and that everybody was chasing, no doubt about it. But the mystique of that was you with no losses, you know, fair or unfair that is, you know, the mystique was you was this undefeated gladiator, big black Drago looking dude. You know what I mean? You was like a real life. No, he they they built his mystique up like a real life character from he looks like a he looks like how boxers look at you notice in movies, boxers never look like real fighters. Real Somebody called them the black move for Rigno. Seriously, because Hollywood paints this picture, and I get it, because when you sell them a story to people that don't follow a sport, you want them to look big. Even Creed, Michael B. Jordan. Now he's not a tall guy, but you look how extra muscular they got him looking. Like, you know how and look at Andre Ward torso and his frame. Compared to Mike, who who Andre Ward, who's actually a real fighter, and right. Michael B. Jordan, who isn't, is more cut up than yeah. Andre Ward. Now, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, there. so anyway, so the point the point here being is that they're going to try to sell like oh, we're more mar marketable and this and that. It could be a ploy too to price themselves out of the fight. Like it could be a marketing ploy where, well, we want to do the fight in the UK and they don't want to do it, so we're going to move on to do something else. But I'll, there's no way Al Heyman is signing off on that. No, way. I do think I do think it's gonna have to be a rematch because in order for them to get anything back, he's gonna have to fight him again. And especially the fact that Wilder and Fury is happening again because now it's like, well, they did, they were able to do their rematch. Yeah, and, and Why to you do yours. And to your point, Train, like you always said, the business side that I hate, but I'm starting to learn from you, Roberto. He lost his bargaining chip, man. So now it's almost like, he's like he also, he looks like almost like like the the Terrence Crawford, if you will, of the heavyweight division. Like he's looking outside in now. Yeah. Yo, let me tell you something. I I honestly think 
Well, and you guys made points like Andy Ruiz is in a, in a position where Al Heyman can say, hey, look, you want to fight Andy Ruiz next? You want to rematch? All right, no problem. We're going to do this uh, this joint on Fox Pay-Per-View. And we're going to do it on uh, Showtime Pay-Per-View. This whole thing with the zone and everything, like that's going to be difficult. So this can, to me, I feel they're not going to – I'm riding with uh, – with train, I, I, I don't, I, I don't think it's gonna be next. I think they'll, they'll oh heck no, can yeah. be. That would be yeah, crazy. It's not gonna be next. It's not gonna be next. So you saw, you saw, you know what's so crazy? So let's get back to the whole like you learn from history. You know when you look about when you think about Tyson and Douglas, man, Mike wanted that rematch ASAP. Man, Douglas was like, screw that, I'm fighting Evander Holyfield, I'm cashing out, man. If you think about it, so. He cashed out, and and I'm gonna tell you, what's so interesting about this, I do not. This might be the. I hate to say this. Listen to what I'm telling you. This might be the end of the zone as we know it. Wow. <laughs> well, here, well, well, let's, get to, let's yeah. get to that. Okay. Yeah, because the thing. The thing. <laughs> a lot of things happened last night, man. I mean, Saturday night, as it concerns the future of the zone. Anthony Joshua, the heavyweight division. But as it concerns the zone, man, listen, these this is a streaming app that is still as, as you guys would maybe understand, like in beta format, right? Like we're, we're still kind of going through the motions of this, how this app is gonna work. I mean, it's hitting. I mean, man, it's not even it's not even a year yet. And the, the two guys that have been the pillars, at least up to this point, have been Canelo Alvarez and Anthony Joshua. And you just had one of your pillars not only just knocked out. I mean, that happens, but he got beat up. And mentally, I don't know where Joshua is. And you guys touched on things as far as just how, like, you know, like he was about losing the heavyweight championship of the world. And listen, and listen man, like, we can't sit here and ignore the elephant in the room that is the fact that the biggest commercial heavyweight fight in the last what 20 something some odd years you guys would say right just got crushed oh yeah, yeah yeah now i mean financially it could have been the biggest ever financially at in this day and age and the, yeah 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 because just think about it even when linux and them was going on purses like the purses that that they're giving out now Little like this, Joshua would have at least would have got about <laughs> close to a honey. Like it would have been something crazy he would have got. Stupid, especially Fox is getting behind it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it would have been like close to hundred million. He would have got a loan. Then Wilder would have probably that's that's the one thing the bag went up in flames for Wilder. I know he was coming at oh Joshua and all that, and and it was fun. But at the end of the day, he's like, damn, my money just got lit on fire, literally. Yo, somebody just commented on the chat. I, did you guys pick up on the story about Joshua's pop? Well, yeah, RD something. Yeah. yeah, we talked about it earlier, remember? Yeah, yeah. So somebody's commenting saying, like, you know, do you think there's a possibility that, you know, there's a situation where Joshua may leave uh, Eddie Hearn? I mean, I don't know. I don't know about all that. Nah, that's going to be hard. Nah, I mean, he's not going to leave. I mean, at the end of the day. It's emotions right now. It's a lot of emotions. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it's emotions. And at the end of the day, you know, when you think about it, which is, I know we're all over the place, but one of the things that we got to remember, and I've always been a believer, is, you know, if you getting if you getting like knocked out, 
in sparring with headgear by yeah we were like, here. About that? About like, that? Yeah. Saying, like like with people that we know are not really committed to punches and we do know there's sparring partners that try to make name like will try to make a name for themselves in the camp but you know they make it too aggressive they send them home but we hear this all too often with anthony joshua man and now i hate to say this he's starting to don't punches he took they weren't really like let's be let's keep it a bean that punch that brazil took was more cleaner than the punches that ruiz landed on joshua let's be honest they were accumulation but that punch that 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 Wilder hit Brazil, Brazil with was kind of more cleaner than that. So what I'm saying is you he's showing signs of what Train said of kind of like being punch drunk. So not his speech and his you know slurring, but just his behavior, man. Like he getting hit like how Roy Jones is getting hit against Glenn Jones, and he just all over the place. Like how Roy, like this is how Roy would get knocked out with some silly punch. You well, like, talking about you know, eight. And and that's bad that we're comparing him to aged. These are aged fighters that we're talking about yeah. here. You know what I mean? Like that's bad. Even Khan, Khan got some miles on his t- tires, some treads. Even though he got knocked out a lot early, but Khan got some tread on his tire. Where Joshua, because the way he was handled carefully, because I swear after the Klitschko fight. Because if you think about that fight, that fight really, even though he won that fight, a lot got taken out of him in that fight, too. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yo, listen. I mean, the Klitschko fight, the Dillian White fight, the Pavetkin fight, this fight. I mean, he's gotten hurt in each one of those fights. Of course, he got, he got hurt. Three or four of those. I mean, yo, at some point, you know, you start to think, um, and you look at the you look at the heavyweight division, man. And you know, big I don't I don't rate Big Baby Miller like very high, but I mean, like I I start to think about other guys yeah. that would have been in there, and it's just like, yo, like this could have been Big Baby, and yo, you saw the 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 his tweet like sitting there, like yo, this could have been me. Um, nah, you know what? You know what? Who who are the biggest losers of the of this fight is not. Is it is not like Anthony Joshua? If you're Luis Ortiz, or if you're Big Baby, Baby Miller, you're kicking yourself right now. Thanks. Big Baby, listen, Luis Ortiz turned down how much? Five million dollars. I don't know the whole story with that because it's like I'm hearing two sides. Like I'm hearing his management might have messed it up. I'm hearing Eddie Hearns telling saying one thing. Like I never got the full story. But I can't imagine that they would have turned down any remote money that they knew, like, okay, like, we got this guy. Because, look, let me just say this, man. And I think, I mean, we've said this on the show. All of us here, we all picked Wilder to beat Joshua. But I, I, I think, even, you know, Saturday night, like, it, the allure was lost, obviously. I mean, granted, that's not to say that this fight won't ever happen. We've seen... You know, you got to build it back. You got to build it back. I don't know how long that's going to be for Joshua. <laughs> right. It's going gonna, it's gonna to be a while. But look, I'm of the belief, man, that now that they're everybody, you know, all the heavyweight champions are under one umbrella, man, like I, I really feel that what have we been missing in the United States for how many years? We haven't had a undisputed American heavyweight champion. And at this point, 
it's going to be easier than ever for them to piece that all together, you know. And they were saying something about like Deontay Wilder sent a sent a tweet or a DM to Andy Ruiz, like saying, you know, you got an opportunity now, and da da da. But I mean, look, man, we've all said what from when they when they initiated this whole PBC, you know, run or what have you. Who was one of the guys that they needed to put at the very top? To get them to really to really build the brand and is and and that's the heavyweight champion of the world in, in whichever way you can make it happen and yo Saturday night made it in a good bad way where for Wilder he's missing out on a huge what could have been a huge paycheck but I think now it's gonna be easier for him to gain all those belts but now it's just kind of like we have to look forward to a wilder fury too i mean that's the next bit i mean outside of the or let me let's not forget about the ortiz fight but that's i guess right now in the immediate as far as things to look forward to i mean would you guys agree like that's the next best competitive fight to be made at heavyweight but that's what i'm saying so like now what happens so now the pbc the belts are all on the pbc stable yeah. so now you guys are the business guys so what so those two fights are signed so basically let's just say Wilder's done for until 2020. So what happens now? Like, can they can they kind of override those fights contractually and go and just have a unification bout? Or because if that's the case, I mean, listen, Ruiz is probably going to sit and marry in those belts for a second until Wilder gets through those guys. Yeah, I don't. Know. Unification yeah, I don't... Bout? Like, what happens? Or do they? Or can we just kind of? So you know what? Screw both of you guys. Let Anthony Joshua fight one or one or two of those guys since Wilder already fought both of them, and they put Wilder and Ruiz in there. How how do you like? Can they do that? Want to take that train? Oh, I, I right exactly. My sentiments exactly. <laughs> I mean, here, here, here's what I here's what I think is going to happen. This is my prediction of what's going to happen. I think you're going to get Wilder. And nothing's happening this year. Obviously, everything is is probably put on a put on a going to be put on a back burner. Ruiz is going to get a, a, a probably like a softball tune up just to get so he can flaunt his 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 belts. They're going to fight again, Ruiz and Wilder. I mean Joshua. They're going to fight again probably <sighs> probably at the beginning of the first quarter of the winter next year, and then you're going to have. The winner of Wilder and Fury will get the winner of Joshua and Ruiz. That's how I think it's going to play out. So it's going to be a year time frame before we knew anything. I think those, I think what actually happened was kind of, even though the money got messed up for 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 uh, for Wilder and he's going to have to go a bit on a detour. Even if Ruiz somehow pulled his fight off again, I mean, not somehow, but if he pulled his fight off, especially if he knocks him out again, now it's it's not as big as the Joshua fight is, but at least Wilder will have a big B-side opponent to fight. Right, right. And it's an American fight. It's two Heyman guys, so it's easy to make. Yeah. You know, um, he's a personality, and this is what we always talk about. You, you need personalities in boxing. And Ruiz is a he got personality. So it's almost like he who called him Chris Ariola Ariola with better hand skills. Was that you or Doc? I can't remember Rod or Doc. 
That was Doc. That was Doc. Okay. So Chris Ariola had all the personality in the world and could have been a mega superstar, but he just didn't take his craft as serious. And it's funny because there's a video, I don't know if it was you this year, that Rada Da with Ruiz as a as a guy just becoming and he just turned pro. Yeah, oh, yeah, I put it out. I Did put you hear what he said yeah. about Chris? Now here's a guy that just became pro and he wasn't trying to trash Ariola. He was just like, he needs to work on his head movement. Like, basically, he needs to work on his slickness. You know, this is what Ruiz said, like, when he was a young guy coming into the pros. So this is a guy that understands that you just can't just get in the ring and just try to slug it out with somebody. He's actually trying to box. So, you know, it was good to see that back then. But anyhow, to your to your question, Radada, I think that's how it's all going to play out, me personally. That's how I think it, that's how it's going to unfold. I think it's those four, and everybody else is just looking on. Unfortunately, this is how boxing always been. It's a it's a it's a traffic jam with four fighters right now. Yeah, it's it's interesting. It's interesting because um, I think a lot too really is really dependent on what Joshua's next, you know, what what his plan really really is, man. Because you know we're we're just hearing so much. I mean, and again, man, we don't we don't. We don't report rumors and things of that nature, man. We just hear things and we just sit back and see how things unfold. But, you know, one thing we need to see with Joshua is just mentally where he's at, man. Because we still have a lot of questions. You know, it's like one of those movies that ends and you're, you're coming out of it, like scratching your head. Like, all right, you know, like where's this going? But um, I think. Let's, so let's do this real fast because I don't want to take away anything because I still think. With all that being said and done, and Train said it as well, and I, I, we'd be remiss if we didn't mention this. That if Joshua show, if the Klitschko that for Joshua, if the Klitschko that for, if the Joshua that for Klitschko showed up on Saturday night, let's make it very clear: Andy Ruiz still beats him. Oh no, that yeah, nobody's saying it was a fluke, right? So this was no fluke. Like Andy Ruiz still beats him if. If this was the Kuch, if this was the Joshua that fought Pavekin or Parker, Andy Ruiz still beats him because everything he did does not negate the fact that he still doesn't clinch, he still doesn't throw a jab, he keeps his hands too low, and he has a bad chin. Would you agree? I know Train agree with that. Would you yeah. agree with that, Roberto? Yeah, and he doesn't he doesn't move his head. He he's yeah. I mean yeah. You mentioned everything, and and on top of it, it's just. We said this. It's just he he gasses. He's got he's he he's got this big bulk body, but he he ex, he he wastes energy. And you got somebody like and, and it's funny. Max Kellerman said this, you know, because you know Stephen A. Smith got a lot of crap for this tweet that he put out calling uh, Andy Ruiz butterbean and everything. And you know, I, he does a lot of stuff for shock value, but you know, Kellerman kind of put him on the spot. Say, yo, listen, man, like you know what got unnoticed. Uh, Saturday night that that were wasn't spoken was the fact that Anthony Joshua started at like what 18 years old didn't really have much of an amateur career you know how many amateur fights Andy Ruiz had like what like 150 yeah you know? and you talk about he was mentioning stuff like muscle memory and I'll tell you I tell you one point where that showed up and when the first series of knockdowns happened Joshua goes in there head out swinging away. And when you and when you see they because they they were showing the, the the knockdown and everything in in slow motion, 
you see Andy Ruiz get in the pocket. He see he he basically sees the punches coming, and um and, and that is somebody that has been fighting as he was a, from since he was a kid, muscle memory and knowing what to do when you're in inside, you know. So now it's funny. It's funny you say that because now I go back to something and and like Train said this story, and I think you said it. The story starting to unravel. Now we're starting to see why. Lennox Lewis wasn't really getting along with him. Yeah, um, I'm not sure if Lennox Lewis was trying to give him advice before, but like, you know, it trained from Philadelphia. I'm from Philadelphia. If we were both like, you know, very successful and, and kind of like the diamonds in the rough and what we do, we would probably give each other advice. It'd be who of me to listen to train if he's already been a champ before. So basically, man, I don't know, man, they didn't get along with each other for some reason. And Lennox Lewis identified himself more wilder. I'm saying that to say that now all the stuff you're talking about, like what happened with Ruiz, all these flaws we're seeing, he's going to have to change his whole style and it'd be no person better to get with than probably like a Lennox Lewis or Jonathan Banks to really teach him how to fight that true European upright style, that one-two clinch, twist you and, and hold you and use your height. Because if he don't, I'm telling you this right now, he might get messed up even worse uh, yep, against uh, like Andy yeah. Ruiz, man. Somebody like that, he gonna wind up catch, he gonna wind up getting really hurt, bad, man. Like bad. If that was Wilder. I'm I'm telling you, the saving grace for him, if that was Wilder on Saturday night, the Wilder we saw against Tyson Fury, just Tyson Fury, he might have killed. He might have died. He's a sitting duck. I mean, yeah, it's just – I think the thing we can't get out of, out of our heads is the fact that, again, this wasn't just a fluke knockout, man. Like, Andy Ruiz, the much smaller fighter, granted, collectively probably the more experienced fighter as far as from beginning to now. But you mentioned it, man. Like, you know, we don't like to play the triangle theory, but I'm sorry. If you put Wilder in there – whether it's the one that fought Tyson Fury, whether it's the one that fought the, uh, Luis Ortiz, I think he takes <laughs> Anthony Joshua out of there in three, four rounds, man, because of the fact that I don't think Anthony Joshua's punch res resistance is there, man. I think that's going to be a big problem going forward when he fights other heavyweights, and which is why I don't think, like you guys said, like I, or train, like I, I don't think the rematch is going to happen right away with Andy Ruiz. He's going to get a quasi cream puff to get his confidence back. Um, I, I, but I just don't know going forward when he gets in there, let's say he fights Dillian white again, or he, he does, he does end up fighting big baby Miller or he fights. Let me ask you guys this. I'll put you on the spot. Saturday night replace. I, some may say I'm premature, but put, Alexander Usyk in there Saturday night. What happens? Oh no 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 no. Or, or you think that's too much? Nah nah. We think train nah. We I mean yeah. he hasn't even had one heavyweight fight yet. Right nah, right. Yeah, somebody yeah. told me that today. Somebody was telling me no, that today. Yeah, I, not, I I didn't. Yeah. Know that. yeah. But at this point, like, do you do you, all right based on Saturday night? Like, do you think he could still be like the top five 
heavyweights in boxing? Like, I guess however you rate them. Right, like in terms of what? Me and saying, do you think he can beat like, like if he goes in there and, he, and, and I mean, I, I mean, I don't think it'll be obviously next, but if you think like whether it's ba Big Baby Miller or a Dillian White rematch, like those fights, at least for us, oh, you like mean, you mean, can Joshua beat them? But it's like you really don't know now. Like you really you don't mean, know. You mean, you mean can Joshua beat them? Yeah. Uh, listen to what Train said. Train is not going to admit it, but I'm going to tell you what Train said. <laughs> Train basically said that Joshua done, and I'm starting to believe well, it. Man. I, like, I, after I, after here, after what I heard about the whole sparring thing, this stuff, and, and all the the madness in the corner, how his dad didn't want him to fight, all this stuff. People, oh, was he sick? All, all this stuff. I think, like what Jay Z said, no matter where you are, you are who you yeah, are, player. Top layer. We used to use that on the show. I, that was sleep, yeah. John, on the yeah. show. Yeah, I think that this is who he is, and I think that we have to accept this. And to be honest. Train said it. He not gonna. He being, he being no, very no, diplomatic. No, 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 he like, said that he done. But see, but that's the thing. It's like we we like. I kind of feel the same way, man. And it has to do with how he acted when he lost, man. Like it just like it reeked of somebody who just like was okay with it happening. That when when. He gets put in that situation again. I think he's gonna do the same thing, man. Like where he's gonna find a way to escape. I just I, I caught that Saturday night, and I'm like, I just thought of other fights when he gets in trouble. And Grant, we've seen him in trouble, and he manages to gather himself. But this 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 like mentally like. I don't know, man. Like this, this, this is gonna tell a lot as far as what he does next. Because now you start to wonder when he gets hurt. Like, is he just gonna fold at this point? Because he he took some bombs, man. He, I mean, not all right, not the hardest punches, but again, like every punch that was hitting him, it just looked like it, it was like a Mack truck hitting him. You know, he he didn't take him well. So I don't know, man. <laughs> Yeah, I, I think I don't want people because I know people out there. Like, like I was talking to some people earlier. My man was like, "Oh, well, Chavez got knocked out by Frankie Randall, and uh, Barrera lost to Junior Jones." Here's the problem, though, with yeah. all those scenarios. Here's the problem: nobody ever questioned Chavez's fight game, of, other than Hector Camacho, who said he was fighting a bunch of cab drop tier one cab. That's a whole. That's a whole nother story, but. <laughs> That was funny as hell, by the way. But nobody, <laughs> nobody actually really questioned could Chavez fight. Nobody ever questioned could Barrera fight. Nobody was questioning these. Not even so much could they fight. Nobody was 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 these shortcomings. We talked about these shortcomings. Look, look see, this is the thing that people forget. And I'm talking to the, the Joshua people out there or the fair balance people. We're about as fair, you know. We and Rada, he's, you know. On offline, he'll go in on fighters, but he's is probably when we used to do the show, was probably the most even kill and fair violence guy out of our whole crew. And he even was like, Listen, we talked about it offline. We talked to this. I want people to understand how serious punch resistance is. It's like basically, if you blow on something like a leaf or a paper or a sheet of paper and it just blows away, that's what your punch resistance becomes as a fighter once it goes away from you. Like, I brought up Amir Khan because I didn't know who else to bring up of as of recent. 
this is a guy that lost it very early. Maybe it was never there. But when you get Floyd always talked about this, when you get knocked out, when you constantly get knocked out, you're basically like a shell of yourself, just kind of still hanging around. And Joshua's been and I, when Rada Dobb worked this up earlier, earlier to his Roberto about all the times he's been dropped down. Listen, Tommy Hearns was knocked out in every big fight he's pretty much he's ever been in. But nobody ever questioned Hearns shortcomings, other things that he mm -hmm. do well in the ring. It's so many things that was question marks for me. And you talked about the, the amateur pedigree, uh, Rada Dobb, because that's very important because you lose a lot when you don't when you don't fight in the amateurs. And that's why you see guys like the Triple G's and the Lomochenko's and the Riggin, even though Riggin, whatever, what happened, the Lars, these guys that was these seasoned fighters, because that's like loss now and all over in boxing where people just don't go into amateurs. They just jump right into the pros. And it shows once again why this sport here is it's an organic sport. Very rare do you get a guy that comes into this sport with no pedigree and go on to do great things. You look at every great fighter that blessed this sport that we're going to be talking about 20, 30 years from now, been doing it since they was little children. And that's just how it's always been. But we're not, I'm not, we're not officially writing Joshua off. All we're saying is it's very dangerous, the flaws that he has. Yep. And it won't end well. Facts. It won't end well. I agree, man. Like, again, I, I totally agree. And I'm glad you brought up the point that, you know, we're not here trying to bash Joshua or anything like that. I mean, it's just what we saw was a, what we've seen. Let me just say that. I mean, all of us, what we've seen with Joshua, you know, the writing has been on the wall, which, again, adds to why while we're shocked, there is a sense of us that kind of isn't. You know, it, it was almost... It was almost as if we were waiting for this to happen. We just thought it was going to happen on a much bigger platform, uh, you know, against, a, you know, a bigger fighter. But, yeah, look, I, I am of the belief that what he went through Saturday and then, like, even just prior to that, and, look, we're hearing about the knockouts and sparring, and that wears – that wears you out and especially him being as young as he is and he's already going through that I, i'm very curious as to what happens when he gets in there again and somebody he gets hit how does he react you know and that's going to be very telling and you brought up amir khan man i mean khan got knocked out early in his career and then i i want to see and then he had success after that but i think the danny fight was kind of I want to see kind of it. I mean, if you think about it, I mean, he really never won a big. Nah, fight. Let me after that, man. It, remember, he he got knocked out. But well, remember, I he fought Marco. Like he fought Marcos. Remember, he fought Marcos Madonna and everybody. And he he got he dropped Madonna in the first round with a body shot. But after that, Marcos Madonna was like hunting oh. him. He go bad. Oh. Who was first? Was the Danny fight or the Mar oh. Madonna fight? Madonna was first because he was still that Madonna was first. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah, yeah. That's right. Okay. What I'm saying to the train point, he yeah, never yeah. he never fully recovered from that uh, Prescott beating. Yeah, and you gotta remember he tried he tried to change his style and and you know it just it just didn't it just didn't work. And again, yeah. I just want to say this, you know, to what Train said, having fair balance. You don't want to take anything away from Andy Ruiz because again, I'm gonna say this because we all agreed it. We all agreed if this was. This could have been Anthony Joshua in the Olympics. Andy Ruiz still would have beat him. 
Like it's the bottom line because it's just how skilled Andy Ruiz is. It's just that we're laughing, be not laughing, but we're basically, you know, kind of conversing about the flaws that we saw in Anthony Joshua. They all came out all at once on Saturday. Every last one of them. Before you laughing train, before it was like one or two. <laughs> now Saturday, every last one of them came out. It was like the perfect storm of all his flaws came out on Saturday. All together. Everything, everything, yeah. <laughs> we tried. Listen, if you go back and watch old videos, we because everybody was like Teddy Atlas was going off, but Teddy Atlas before Teddy Atlas, we was telling y'all this stuff. We was we was warning y'all. We saw it. Well, listen, yeah. we watch. We every all three of us. This is over. This is over sixty years worth of watching boxing on you know on this thread right now. Over sixty years of watching boxing. We don't proclaim to be some some vants or you know some 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 boxing geniuses or anything of that sort, but we watch enough boxing. We, we know these flaws and we know these flaws. They don't, they never, they never have a happy ending in these flaws. And what you saw Saturday night was a frustrated father, um, knowing that basically they, somebody, it, it, you know, when they do these fights in these fighting meetings, they watch these fights. Somebody will show video like, Hey, this is a guy we're thinking about having Anthony fight. What do you guys think about it? And listen, nobody knows anybody better than a father knows his son, especially if his dad been around his career long as he has. He probably maybe he saw something in the movie. He's like, I don't think this is a good fight for him stylistically. You know, they know his the same way we sit here and talk about his flaws. Her know his flaws and his father and the people in the camp know his flaws, especially knowing what was on the line with Wilder. Because listen, worst case scenario, if he loses the Wilder, at least he gets paid for it. So it looked to me looked like a, 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 a avalanche that just came all down in the like came rolling down in the ring on Saturday night. And everybody just looked upset because they know that their cash cow just might have got milked out on Saturday night. Yeah, man. I mean, we we we're we're, we're like in a we're like in a whole new world right now as far as the heavyweight division is concerned, man. I mean, we're we're I, I don't recall the time. Where there was so much attention on the heavyweight division, man, is it, 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 it concerns where none of us know where the future is headed, you know? I, and on top of it, you know, it's not just like one or two guys like really dominating everything. I mean, look, I mean, Tyson Fury and Wilder are going to fight again. We don't know what's going on with Anthony Joshua. We don't know who Andy, Andy Ruiz is going to fight next. I mean, Luis Ortiz and Wilder are going to fight. What do we get upset number two? I mean, who knows? I mean, and, and this is the beauty about boxing, man. It's it's what I turn, you know, I, I'm not turned, but like, you know, what you've always heard or termed as the theater of the unexpected, man. I mean, this is why we train ROD, myself. We all have predictions, but these guys actually got to get in the ring and fight and Saturday night prove why, you know, you, you number one, do not fall in love with having a physique. And number two, um, you know, the writing's been on the wall, man. And I think, you know, Train brought up great points, man. I, I just think there was a major exposition Saturday night. We got to win this season. So um, beyond that, man, um, before we wrap up, I mean, like I said, we, we had Triple G this weekend on the zone. Um, you know, making his debut. Uh, let me just say this: we 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 talked about it earlier today. I think Saturday night, outside of any effery that 
<laughs> I don't really see happening happening Saturday night, but we're dealing with a whole different caliber of fighter in relation. To, but I really think we're going to get this Canelo Triple G three fight <laughs> in September because the zone at this point, man, really needs it. Um, but that's pretty much it, man. Do you want to wrap up with anything uh, before we head out? Um, I'm just, I just want to, oh, Tony Harris, Charlo is off. Oh, yeah, 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 right. That's right. It, it really, I mean, other than this, this, this happening with the, with the Ruiz situation, it's been an underwhelming year in boxing. Oh, I mean, you had J-Rock. The good thing, let me just say that before I say it's been yeah, an underwhelming yeah. year. Because... You know, to build up some of these fights weren't the greatest. We did get two nice streaks. I think boxing is at its best when upsets happen. I really do because for so long we get these fights where you know what's going to happen before it before it happens. And two fights this year where everybody thought it would go one way and went the total opposite. I just think that's always better for the sport. However, with that being said, we we need one at least one super fight to cap this year off. And I'm not talking about Triple G and Canelo, which I think, unfortunately, is going to be the only super fight that we have this year. And even if it's not a super fight, but a level of a fight where, like, okay, now that's intriguing. I'll, that's a fight, you know, that that's going to clamor a lot of interest. You know what I mean? So still early. Anything's possible. We still got September on the table, which you think Roberto's going to Triple G and Canelo more so than ever now. Judging by what's happened on Saturday, you just happened last Saturday night. So I guess we got to wait and see. Yeah, pretty much, man. So, you know, we'll, uh, you know, we'll touch base, man. I mean, like I said, this weekend, Canelo Triple, I mean, wow. <laughs> Triple G, Steve Rolls, uh, Triple G's debut on the zone. And yeah, man, it's, uh, you know, we'll find out more about the heavyweight division as the weeks roll by. We'll see what the, the rematch situation is like, if it's going to happen. I'm of the belief it doesn't happen. At least yet, immediately, and you know, so, salute to Andy Ruiz, man. I mean, we mentioned this before, man. Let, let's not get it twisted, man. Like he deserves this. This isn't a fluke. This wasn't a knockout. Like, oh wow, you know, an Oliver McCall or Hasim Rockman. No disrespect to them, but you know, did th th this? This was a legit, <laughs> a dominant win uh, by Andy Ruiz Jr. So we'll see what happens in his immediate future and everybody else involved. So that's pretty much it, man. We'll be back next week. Shout out to our Diggity, Coltrane. Follow us uh, at Gargigo Boxing on Instagram, uh, Facebook.com slash GYG Boxing, uh, at GYG Boxing on Twitter. So uh, that's pretty much it, man. Till next time, yeah. Peace. Peace.